What is up, everybody? This is Angelo coming at you with episode 163 of Spinning Thoughts. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. And by the way, did you notice the new logo, the new profile pic? Go check it out. Let me know what you think on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com and legit, it is all free music content. We love music. You love music. That's why we're here. That's why we be chilling right now. Go check it out, thespinningthoughts.com. Love the uh, tight-knit group friends family we've got here with the contributors. There's a bunch of them from all over the goddamn place and they all bring something special. Check it out. 163 episodes. Ah, it's awesome. I am just always stoked every week to be able to do this, talk to some of the coolest bands. And, you know, now that we've been doing Spinning Thoughts this long, I'm able to allow others to explore their own creativity. And you've noticed that probably recently, a lot of episodes, you're, you're hearing a lot of Dan Boyer's voice. And I'll tell you, I enjoy it better than my own. He's been in the music scene for a long time. He knows a lot of bands. He appreciates a lot of bands. And, you know, I, the dude's like a legend up north in Canada, I feel. So I'm always grateful to have him on the team. Now, recently, Dan had the opportunity to sit down and talk to AJ from Bogues at his show in London, Ontario at Rum Runners alongside Romancer on January the 24th. Shout out, by the way, to Romancer recently partnering up with Passenger Entertainment. So here in episode 163, Dan's going to share his conversation that he had with AJ from Bogues. But before we dive into all that, I don't know. I mean, maybe we should jam a song from Bogues, you know, get the uh, get the vibes flowing, right? So last March 2018, Bogues released an EP, Life Slowly, five tracks, all really fantastic. And you really, you just got to sit down and kind of pay attention to it, listen to it. It's really, there's a lot going on, really enjoyable. We have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms. The following Monday, we're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts, and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. 
Here in episode 163, we're going to hear the conversation Dan had with AJ from Bogues, but I want to get you going with some of the tunes first. I'm going to play a track that I really enjoyed listening to. Everybody, this is all moved in off the EP Life Slowly from Bogues. Enjoy. I'm 
So you just finished listening to All Moved In off the recent EP from Bogues titled Life Slowly. We have premiere episodes every Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes become available on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're on Twitter at Spin Thoughts and our website is thespinningthoughts.com. We've been building it up for like 15 minutes I'm going to let this baby loose. This is Dan's conversation with AJ from Bogues at his recent performance at Rum Runners in London, Ontario. Everybody enjoy. Hello, hello. Dan Boyer, Canadian contributor for Spinning Thoughts. And I am here with AJ, otherwise known as Bogues. What's going on? Hey, not much. Uh, Let's see. Came from Lansing today, Uh, you know. Uh, immigration detained me for a little bit All that good stuff It wasn't that bad That was like 20 minutes or whatever um, Had the Mega Stuff Oreo for the first time today It's legendary There thick. you go Thick guy Yeah <laughs> There so, you go Doing pretty good Nice, nice Yeah, that's all part of uh, of playing in Canada yeah. Isn't it? Is uh, getting over that gonna, border Yeah, I'm going to cross on over And it, it isn't your first time here in Canada It's actually my third I came over... I'm trying to remember the order. The first time I came over was with a band called Hot Mulligan. Um, the second time was with a Canadian band called Castlefield. Yes, Castlefield. Yes. Castlefield, who just concluded, and uh, we're all pretty sad about that. It's definitely sad to hear, but they're also like doing their own things still Absolutely. within within music, and it's, it seems like they're all doing swell. So for cool. sure, for sure. And then so third time around. We're in London, Ontario, and you've just started a tour with Romancer. Yes. So this is like second show. Second show, yep. We yeah. played in Lansing together, met up. Um, we're doing, I want to say, about a week and a half of shows, and then I do one show by myself just to kind of get home. Yeah, just kind of wrap things up yeah. there. Nice. So um, let's, I've been doing this the last few interviews. Um, let's roll it all the way back to the beginning, what was the thing that sparked that passion for music in you, initially? Uh, I kind of just started really young, I guess. I was in a, like, church choir that, like, my my French teacher led. I'm trying to remember exactly, like, the the details of the whole thing. Yeah, we would sing at, like, churches and stuff, and uh, I started playing piano when I was, like, six, and then moved to guitar when I was eight and just ended up sticking with that one so uh, my grandpa was like a big songwriting type and gave me my first guitar and that was kind of all she wrote I guess nice yeah. nice so you've been at it since an early age then yeah definitely I, I was in a band and like started my first band in like fourth grade and then was in several more leading up to kind of the creation of Bogues when when me putting a band together or someone else putting a band together with me involved was just kind of a seemingly like complicated process right and I was like I'm just gonna try and do this by myself I have some songs written so okay yeah that actually leads into my next question is how did how did boats come about or materialize yeah I was pretty I much was, it I was in a pop punk band in college and we had done a tour and um we kind of like got together when we were about to do our second tour we were like you know I had most of the dates booked and everything, and it kind of just turned into a logistical mess because we didn't have a van. Our first tour, we 
stuffed a bunch of gear into the band van that we were touring with, and then um, stuck the rest in my, at the time, a Jeep Patriot, and just shoved as much stuff in there as possible, and right. four people in the Jeep, and it was it was a mess. People were, like, laying on top of each other in the back row and everything, so... Um, but yeah, uh, Bugs kind of came about when I was like, yeah, I have this tour booked and the band's not going to be able to go out on it. The band kind of fizzled out right before. So okay. I just was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on tour. I had no music out. Had I, I think I maybe got together like a t-shirt design for the tour or something. Maybe, right. maybe two and just kind of winged it a little bit. So right. it was fun. It was uh acclimated me a little bit more to playing by myself and it took a long time to get adjusted to, to playing by myself for sure but um that's that's how it happened right right and i suppose with regard to those logistics it's easier as a solo artist yes i i can still tour in my jeep i do still tour in my jeep um it's a little bit more sustainable because you're not having to split up money amongst multiple yeah, members absolutely. and stuff um and I'm greedy. I like it all for myself. So, yeah, uh, it's 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 just it's easier to tour. It's very different. It gets hard sometimes if you're like by yourself. By yourself, I did like a, a full U.S. last year, and that was by myself. Forty-seven shows, I think, Whoa, and yeah. uh, some long drives. Some you got lonely for sure, but sure. yeah, but it uh, it is what it is. So. I, I, I like doing it, so it's definitely worth it. Yeah. 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 So, um, I'm interested, as a singer-songwriter, um, what are the things that inform your your creative process? Because I've listened to, you've got two EPs out, two right? Two EPs out, yeah. And so, you know, I spun them, um, and of course they're, you know, very, very good. Well, thank you. But I, like, as I was listening to them, I was like, this, this is a, a singer-songwriter, a solo artist, but it's not like the same, quite the same vibe as some other singer-songwriters. Like I, like I came up on years ago on like some people will remember that initially Dashboard Confessional was a, a singer, singer, singer-songwriter, single guy, yeah. not a band, etc. But when I listen to Bogues, I don't get a vibe like like that. Okay. I get something a little different. So I'm just I'm interested to know what um, informs your creative process. Okay, in terms of like influences or yeah, and just like how you go about writing your your music. Definitely. Um, so I mean, as far as influences go, I'm I kind of like still have my roots in a lot of sort of emoish stuff. But then also have have kind of been really involved with listening to like other singer songwriters too. So like uh, right now, Phoebe Bridgers is like just awesome. She's just kick ass, an amazing songwriter, very conversational. Has such an easy way about about putting things, and her melodies are great. And then I also like you know one of my favorite bands is this band, The Hotelier, and um, absolutely yeah. yeah, love them. Uh, and I think that has this more raw element kind of, and, uh, the lyrics are a little bit more flowery, which is a good thing that they're more metaphorical, I guess. So, um, 
I, those two are big influences on me, and so the, the way I kind of write is uh, try not to force write unless I absolutely have to, which means I'm such a slow songwriter. Um, every once in a while, you know, it's something will just if something pops into my head, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write that down, like whether it's a riff or or lyrics to something, and I'll kind of just sit down and build off that and, and see what I can string together. And I almost never knock out a song in one sitting. Very, very rare thing for me. Awesome when I do it, but sure. but so rare. Um, a lot of the times I'll piece together a verse or a verse and a chorus, and then, you know, I just finished this one I'd been sitting on, hadn't written a single new part to it in three months, so. Right. I don't know, sometimes it, it And then takes... something happens. Yeah, exactly. So it, uh, I try and do it organically, but I'm not going to dog people who force write at all because a lot of times awesome stuff comes out of that as well. Sure. I'm just, I crack under the pressure, I think. Right, know, right. A little bit. Right. Um, so we mentioned you've got you've got two EPs out, one uh, just this past year, 2018, yep. and another one uh, that came out in 2016. Mm -hmm. And... Um, they strike me as being very um, thematic. Like, it's not like this song is about something and then this other song is about a whole different topic. Like, it's, they both seem to um, have a bit of a flow to them. Is that, is that a fair fair statement? That's, or, that's a goal. So like, cool. Like, like yeah, kinda, thank you. I'm kind of wondering um, how the EPs... 2018 is called Life Slowly. Yep. And then 2016 it's called Mulligan. Mulligan. Yep. Um, how are they they similar thematically and how are they different? Um, I consider the two EPs sort of like the evolution of my mental health a little bit. So the the first EP is kind of me looking through the lens, kind of kind of normal scenarios like uh, some some songs have to do with um, a relationship I was involved in. Some have like sort of me comparing my mental health to other people's. Some, and but they all take this approach from the viewpoint of a person in the sort of sad phase of their depression, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And the evolution I was trying to go for, um, going into life slowly, was more from a person looking through the lens of the like the numb phase of their depression. Sort yeah. Of. Yeah. And. Um, so I tried to convey that as best I could, I guess. And that's mm -hmm. how, that's how the two kind of tie together as well as sort of the, the themes that I'm trying to keep with, I guess, Bogues as a character and stuff. And, uh, I try and do that with like names of songs or like little references I'll, I'll drop in songs. Uh, right. Like, uh, he's, he's from Aurora, New York, right? It's this tiny town up against one of the Finger Lakes. Um, and so two of the songs on uh, Life Slowly are, are kind of named appropriately after that. Orchard to Bartnick is uh, two streets in Aurora. Um, Finger Lakes in the end of things, obviously, Finger Lakes. Um, and then there's a reference in sometimes off the first EP to uh, Wells, which is the college in town, Wells College. Right. Um, yeah. So uh, that's that's kind of how they hopefully string together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's... it's very evident when you're listening to your EPs that these are not once-off songs. They all are meant to go together. So I, awesome! Thank you. I that, was, that was a goal. Uh, your insight on on that. 
Uh, so as we said off the top, third time in Canada, Definitely, yeah. and you you were saying that you've uh, you did a forty seven day tour last year. Yeah, I try and I try and hit it hard. You so know, it's fun so touring. when did you start touring? Uh, okay, I want to say my first tour was in the summer of twenty fifteen. Okay, so. Um, yeah, I guess it would have been summer in 2015 with a band called Everyone Leaves, and um, that was a pop punk tour that I I did with my well, it was I was out with my pop punk band, yeah, and um, it's maybe a week and a half. I met a lot of the friends that I still kind of have to this day from touring, which is really rad. Right. Um, and yeah, so I mean, started in 2015. So about so three and a half years. Yeah. And what have you learned about touring in that three and a half years. It's a, it's a toughie. Um, try and try and get some sleep, for sure. Uh, I didn't do that last night. I'm running on maybe like four hours right now. Uh, but don't be like me. Um, uh, find people that also like driving, so you don't have to do all the driving by yourself. Um, and just try and try and be a good hang you know that's gonna make you a lot of connections and stuff it's really it gets hard on tour sometimes to be you kind of have to be on all the time right you got to be like some days you you might not want to talk to everyone all the time maybe you're feeling kind of i don't know anxious or something i know i definitely get anxious on the road um but uh when you can when you have the energy for it definitely Try and try and just be a good hang and talk sure. to people, and that's going to be one of the most important things because you end up meeting a lot of really awesome people as a result. You know, um, I met my my roommate, my now roommate Chase Huglin, uh, who's also a, a solo artist type, yep. and reviewed he, his record for Spinning Thoughts. Yeah, um, he I, I booked him a show in Nashville, and he came down, and we just hung out and hit it off, and now that's that's one of my best buds in the entire world. You know, and he's. Sure stuck his neck out for me, you know, in a personal sense, and then also has, has helped me out musically a lot. We've, we've co-wrote, he's uh, taken me out on tour, he's given me opportunities. Um, through him, I got to make a bunch of other friends, like I, I met Brian from Have Mercy, and that's a great dude, um, and, you know, we've, we've stayed with, like, a bunch of his friends, and I've kind of been able to extend my network and make more pals through just kind of tagging along with him on stuff sure, so sure, yeah it's uh just really important to flex those networking muscles i guess Absolutely. and just just uh just try and be a pal yeah, yeah right no, I, I hear you i asked that question about touring just because sometimes i think um folk that are outside of it or not experienced with it just kind of think like we're gonna put out a record and then like tour and it's just gonna be awesome and, yeah but there's well, more to it than that definitely not that it's not awesome but touring is awesome it's also hard you know um uh for me like you know i'm gonna do long drives by myself is one of the things that gets me every once in a while and yeah. uh definitely um back to the like being anxious thing like sometimes you gotta or you don't have to, but I, I kind of force myself out of it a little bit. And that takes a lot of energy to be like, all right, like slap yourself out of it. Like you got to go talk to people. Right. So right. I don't know. And um, this is the thing when you're on tour, like 
you got a six-hour drive and you don't have a choice, you know? It's just oh, yeah. yeah. Um, how it is. Yeah. Um, you will get sick on tour. That's the thing that sucks. Uh, I've definitely had to, like, power through sets with... the. I guess the weirdest one was one of my wisdom teeth impacted the day before I left for a tour. Oh. And I went into the dentist and they were like... We have to do an, like an emergency removal on this bad boy tomorrow. And I was like, "No, you're not gonna do that. I have to leave." And literally, the I think the dentist called me an idiot and was like, "You're dumb for this." And I was like, "I yeah, I am. I know." And uh, they gave me some antibiotics. And for the first probably three or four days of tour, I couldn't stick two fingers in my mouth vertically because I couldn't open my, my mouth any more than that. Wow. Yeah, because of how swollen everything was. Yeah, so yeah. I just sang through this little gap in my mouth and <laughs> tried to make that work. <laughs> so getting sick is a bummer on the road. Absolutely. It's, it's kind of inevitable, you know? Yeah, it happens. It happens. So reflecting on this past year, we've just finished 2018, just into 2019, and... Uh, when you think about the year 2018, what was your favorite thing related to music that happened last year? Oh, oh, geez. Uh, I don't want to pick a favorite favorite, but highlights. Uh, a big highlight was getting to end the year playing with Have Mercy at um, the Jam and Java in Northern Virginia. Uh, that was a venue I played growing up regularly because I'm, I'm from the DC area. Um, it was very like came full circle. I hadn't, I hadn't played at this venue in like seven years. Um, since it was around Christmas time, a lot of my older friends were in town and you know, a couple of them came out to the show and everything. Nice. My dad, it was funny. My dad brought like a small army of his hiking friends. So you've got all these like, uh, 50 somethings like rolling up dads. <laughs> yeah. Just coming and like grabbing food and like clearly just looked like out of their element and everything, but they were hanging out and they were having a good time. So it was, it was really cool to be able to do that, especially with, with friends because the Have Mercy gang is, you know, near and dear to the heart. And then uh, also got to play with Downhall and I'm, I'm friends with most of them and everything. So um, it was it was a great moment. I felt very uh, fulfilled doing it. And um, probably, probably another big highlight was doing that full US. That was the first one I've ever done. Uh, I got to see parts of the country I'd never seen before. Nice. Um, got to have some really cool moments kind of by myself. I know I complained about those drives by myself, but every once in a while there's something awesome would happen. I remember driving through Arizona and there's this moment where I don't know how to pronounce the name of the cactus. It's either Cigaro or Saguaro. I don't know. But either way, there are these cacti all over the place, like running over these hills, like, like thousands, right? And then... It hit this point where like the cacti met with like the palm trees from the west coast and it was just like it looked like a different planet to me it was so awesome nice so, yeah it, i i don't know that full us was really interesting and really cool and i got to make some friends on that and also kind of strengthen relationships with some people that i already known and um definitely a, a really cool opportunity so nice. those are those are two things that were stand out for sure right yeah so now as we're just into 2019 um what what are you looking forward to most for 2019 um i am looking forward to writing more definitely um 
this writing process has been stressing me out a little bit, I, but I think I'm just in my own head about it. Um, but you know, I still like writing. Um, obviously, uh, I'm getting to go on a really cool tour in in March and April with a band called Delta Sleep, and supporting them will be well, me and uh, this band called Gleamer and yeah, another Gleamer, band called yeah. uh, Hikes, and so. Nice. I like all those bands a lot, and I'm really excited because uh, I'm going to get the opportunity to play to some some kind of sizable crowds, you know? Yeah, and new faces, probably. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. It's going to be a really... I'm very fortunate to have the opportunity. It's going to nice. be really cool, I think. Nice. Yeah. And for the next, whatever it is, eight or nine, ten days, you're with the guys in Romancer here? Yes, and I'm definitely uh, looking forward to that. They're all super nice. They're all oh, best dudes. Yep, they're all really good hangs. Um, I've got my buddy Jake out with me taking photos and stuff. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. It's it, coming to Canada is really awesome. Uh, I'm terrified of how cold it's going to be, but I'll <laughs> live. I'll live. So you know, nice. I'm, yeah, pumped about all that. Nice, man. nice. Well, thank you for taking some time here. Yeah, uh, with not us. a problem at all. Thank you That's for your thoughts. To me. And uh, just before we wrap, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to add? Yeah, um, the, the Delta Sleep Tour is, you know, uh, late March into most of April. Um, you know, it's going to cover a good chunk of the eastern half of the U.S. So um, if anyone listening is able to make it out to a gig, I'm going to be, you know, throwing the flyer up on my social media non-stop probably so um you can get like info on there about where the dates are going to be and hopefully somebody can make it up that'd be awesome awesome yeah and until next time we will share music and spread love yay awesome so there you go that was dan's conversation with aj of bogues and thank you aj for your time and being here on spinning thoughts we appreciate you and what a great conversation it was uh, some really cool insight on what it's like to like for real like get down to the gritty and tour in the u.s up north in canada there's so much that goes into it especially on the diy uh level and i don't know if everybody really understands just how gritty it can be and hard mentally physically financially you know when people complain about uh bands and tours not being within you know a certain uh, you know, driving range of their, you know, small ass little city. It's like, keep in perspective just the grind that these artists, musicians, bands, people, what they're actually doing for all of us. And I goddamn appreciate it. So AJ gives some of that insight and he says something uh, to Dan, uh, one of the most like important things. Uh, you know, when touring is to be a good hang. And I really just like that phrasing of it. But really, when you think about it, it's so true. You know, uh, not just like in, in band and touring life, but just in general. But, you know, when you're on tour, you're going to meet so many people, fans, people who may become fans, venue uh, management, touring managers, or whatever. And you the expectation is that you're always on your A game and that's fucking impossible. But again, it's the expectation and 
AJ kind of talks about, you know, you just want to try your best to be a good hang. Stick around, support the bands, you know, try to put out the good energy. Of course, you're going to, you know, you're going to get, you're going to feel shitty at times. You're going to get sick and hopefully, hopefully true fans and just kind people uh, can be understanding and supportive of all that. So awesome conversation. A ton was discussed and I implore everybody listening. If you haven't checked out the latest DP from Bogues life slowly, you're going to want to check it out. I am going to make you check it out. Uh, at least one more song before we sign off. Uh, maybe this was in the wrong order. I played all moved in first, but this is unpacking boxes. Everybody enjoy.
So you just finished listening to Unpacking Boxes off the EP Life Slowly from Bogues. Now I'm going to tell you a secret. This is between just you and me, okay? Don't tell anybody. Secret. So originally I was going to throw Unpacking Boxes in as the outro song. Uh, If you've been here, spinning thoughts, if you've been here before, you know there's always a nice outro song that we use as I am signing off. If you've not never been here before, you can fix that by coming back next time, and we'll, we'll just call it even then. So I was going to use Unpacking Boxes in the outro, such a good song, and when I was placing everything, I was like, shit, this is too good. I can't talk over it. I, it just didn't feel right, so had to play it in its entirety. That's the secret, and kind of an underwhelming secret, but it's all good. AJ, thank you again for your time sitting down with Dan, being on Spinning Thoughts, and of course, all of you listening, I appreciate you so much. This is what it's all about, sharing in these experiences, talking about music, supporting bands, and of course, the many others that bring all of this to life and bring the music into your fancy little AirPods. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Spin Thoughts. Our website is thespinningthoughts.com. And, of course, we have premiere episodes every single Thursday at midnight Eastern on Adobe Radio. Those episodes drop on all podcast platforms the following Monday. We're going to talk again very soon, but until then, make sure you share music, spread love. Your breath in my lungs, take steps to bring me back, climbing ladder rungs while you're singing that same song that you've always sung but the old tune is changing the words aren't the same distant echoing back at the home creating some space literal and then my brain beginning my coming undone I feel it coming undone, but I guess that change makes sense. Not a step-by-step process, more a jump of the fence. Am I a bad person? If I am, I hope you forget. Haunted by a ghost, is it me? I can't make my mind up. But...